Maximilfs and Preda Clowns, you are listening to Prime Cuts, a nonlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And this week we truly have uh, the, 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 uh, the, the true dichotomy of Beast Wars. On the one hand, we have kind of a character study about, about the costs of war and the death of innocence. And on the other hand... Fart jokes. What if Rhinox made big stinky? I liked one of these more than the other. I wonder if you can guess which. We watched season one, episode 22 and 23, The Low Road and Law of the Jungle, respectively. Truly the lowest road. Um, And it's also funny because like, I think both of these episodes uh, have interesting animation bits in very different ways. Uh, we'll talk about it on the lower, but they really stretched these models into doing some fucking crazy slapstick in this episode. Yeah. But well, I mean, we should just get started on the lower road. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk about the lower road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Unfortunately, we do. Um, I actually like the opening scene as well. So. <laughs> I mean, it's it, for some reason Rat Trap and Dinobot have been paired up together, um, to deal with now. <laughs> they're dealing with wild plants and their beans, and you already know this is the stinky fart episode. So that's a special tool that'll come in handy later. Um, but for some reason, the two of them are doing this together, and are uh, well, Dinobot in particular is about to. Rip, <laughs> rip, rat trap to shreds, you say? And of course, everyone keep in mind that rat trap and Dinobot are voiced by the same man. Um, and isn't Tarantulas also Scott McNeil? Quite possibly. So is this episode like seventy percent Scott McNeil yelling at himself? Uh, he he does an amazing job of it, if nothing else. Um, by the way, can we all can you all appreciate that? Primal lent Rattrap one of his scimitars to fucking prune these bean plants. I mean, that's how you know it's serious, I guess. How did they get to this point? How is it, how is it like, this bad? Anyway, they're fighting. They almost kill each other. But before they can, um, Inferno shows up. Oh, hi, Inferno. We missed you. Inferno's here. He's back. And he's making up for not being around the last couple of weeks by just being more off the walls than ever before. Yeah, especially in the next episode, we get a much better look at um, how bugfuck crazy he is. No pun oh, intended. He's- bonkers in next episode um but we i can't believe you skipped over rat trap's prank where he he hits uh dinobot in the ass with the bean yeah again this is this is what we get for foreshadowing in this episode this is the sort of the literary standard we're holding ourselves to yeah so it's uh you know we 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 uh we get we get uh inferno and a bunch of the other predacons attacking um and and rhinox goes out there to 
to give him the old chain guns of doom. But while he's doing that, that little fucking spider pervert Tarantulas crawls up out of nowhere. Tarantulas is like, hey, have you ever seen Alien 1979? He keeps making new pervert devices because this, okay. So he shoots Rhinox with a gun. That turns into a face hugger. It is a face hugger gun that delivers a virus payload by shoving a tube down his throat. It's like, it's a class A felony, (laughs) is what I'm going to say about that. Tarantulas, you gotta get out of here, man. He does get blasted by Dinobot for this. Um, Tarantulas gets his shit rock this episode yeah he has a bad it's, week it's tarantulas's turn to, to to uh to fall literally to pieces so all of the other predacons retreat because they they did what they came for and what what they came to do is uh infect one of the maximals with what is uh, identified as a energon discharge virus and what it does is that it makes rhinox sneeze and burp and do all of this extremely explosively uh and he will continue doing so until he runs out of energon and dies yeah he's gonna fart himself to death he Um, hasn't farted yet yet that's the big moment at the end right now it's he's just got he's just he's he's gonna burp himself to death yeah he's burping he's sneezing he's coughing um you know, it, it's it's the same as what you you know that that classic children's song, Energon, Energon, it's good for your heart. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So you know they they've got to find the counter virus because otherwise Rhinox is going to die in the funniest way possible. <laughs> yeah. Um. Rat Trap basically guilts Dinobot into coming with him for this he's like hey listen my husband's about to die because you were too busy trying to kill me to notice fucking inferno screeching his ass off and dinobot's like you're saying this is my fault and rat trap's like yes so they both they both uh go together to to get the antivirus um they devolve into name uh calling at this point and I don't remember rat traps because Dinobots are just so good. He keeps calling him Cheese Eater and like no. fucking Lindbergh breath. I uh, so the two he calls him here are Cheese Lips, <laughs> which is very good, and then Eater of Garbage. Yes, I do remember him calling Rat Trap Eater of Garbage. Hey, Chopper Face, how you know what my lips taste like, huh? I mean, Rattrap, you know how. <laughs> you you were there. <laughs> um, this yeah, entire so that's very time, good. this entire time, Rhinox is just blowing holes in the Axelon, um, and the atmosphere, and the atmosphere, and and and, and Optimus Primal has him hooked up to the ship's power supply so he doesn't fucking die. Um, and I, Cheater at one point goes like, "So, like, are you sure that?" Rattrap and Dinobot won't kill each other on this mission, and he, Optimus just basically goes, eh, if they do, it's whatever. Yeah, one, yeah. one less fucking headache to deal with. It is actually while they are calling each other Cheese Lips and Eater of Garbage <laughs> that is happening in the background, and Cheetor's like listening to this, and he looks at Primal and goes, 
hey, are you sure it's a good idea to put them together? And Optimus literally goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, but they'll either learn to like work together or die together, basically. Yeah, it's like fucking trial by fire. Uh, Meanwhile, the the Predacons are like, "Uh, this shit's great. Megatron's so happy that they gave Rhinox the sneezies. Um, but for some re- for some reason they decide they have to find oh cuz they want more of the virus. So they want they want to get them all right. with the virus. So they got to they got to get more, but they can't they can't fucking find Tarantulas. Yeah. So everyone everyone is now looking for Tarantulas who's in his um dungeon. His, um, little, his little pervert cave. His little pervert cave, his man cave. Um, and um yeah, so the, the the Maximals are tracking it because he was injured. So like they figure, well, he probably didn't make it all the way back to base because Dinobot blasted him. And the Predacons get to his cave and they're like, Well, he's not here yet, but I don't know, we could probably Hey Scorponok, you're like a you're like a tech guy, right? And you can make a virus and Scorponok says, Well, I don't have hands. But I can try. <laughs> oh, there's a there's okay. So the animation in this episode is insane. By the way, um, there is a bit when, when Rhinox is like sneezing, his head is squashing and stretching to an insane degree. There is a bit where Dinobot scares Tarantulas out of cover, and he literally does like a Looney Tunes run, like he like he does the fucking r- legs running in the air before he shoots off screen. Yeah. There's a bit where both uh, Rattrap and, and Dinobot punch Tarantulas' lights out and the screen gets all weird. Oh, and we we learn about <laughs> we learn about Tarantulas' big slide. Oh yeah, so when Rattrap when Rattrap and uh, Dinobot finally make it to it, Tarantulas goes, Hello, welcome to my McDonald's play place. They slide. They go to Robot Hell from Futurama. Um, <laughs> yeah, the singing the song the whole way down. And uh, Dinobot's ass is like grinding on the rails and shooting out sparks and shit. Um, and then Tarantulas holds them at gunpoint. He calls them minimals. He's like playgrounds, clothes, minimals. He has the weakest game of any of the uh, yeah. any of the Predacons. He gets squished by a boulder. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, you fucking moron got squished by your own boulder. So there's a, they go down to slide and a boulder comes in below them, like behind them rather. Um, and then Tarantulas gets squashed by his own trap. It's so stupid. He, um, you know, some say he's a brilliant scientist, but maybe he's just kind of a dipshit, you know? Yeah. Kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of Starscream moded. Yeah. Yeah, this is where the so the so the Dinobot or and Dinobot and Rattrap are like dragging Tarantulas through these caves to get to his lair, um, and just arguing the whole fucking time. This is the bit where they both punch him at once. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, back with uh, the Predacons, we get a scene that leads us to one of the most well-known exchanges in this show. Megatron is, you know, looking. Uh, b- basically get they get the the antivirus and uh you know black arachnid is like oh shit it's the antivirus they're probably looking for this let's destroy it 
And Megatron's like, no, you idiot. Like, let's use it as a bargaining chip. This is great. This is this is exactly what we need, actually. Yes. Um, yeah. And then he, like, monologues a bit to himself and goes, you know, with his yes at the end. And Black Arachnia, one of the most well-known sequences here, goes, why do you always talk to yourself? Uh, to which Megatron replies, I simply have a penchant for intelligent conversation. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. So, I would yeah. say that's like, I don't know, top five most well-known lines from Beast Wars. Yeah, it's it's quite up there, which is very funny because it's from the fucking wacky, crazy comedy episode. Right, the fucking stupid-ass fart jokes. Yeah, the fart joke episode. Um... And so, yeah, there, I, lo- I love this bit where Tarantulas just smashes up, or where uh, Scorponok smashes up Tarantulas' lab because he can't fucking use anything because he's got big, stupid claw hands. Which Tarantulas does, too, it's worth noting. But I guess he's just built different. I think that they're, <laughs> I think it's like um, the that deer from Adventure Time where they come off and he wiggles his fingers. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't want to think about tarantulas <laughs> with fingers. Um, but uh, I don't like to think about that deer with fingers either. No, it's it's not good. So eventually, everyone like congregates in in the in the fucking lab, right? And uh, we've got we've got Rat Trap, we've got Dinobot, we got the rest of the Maximals busting in once again. Okay, well, wait, this... wait, wait, wait! Before the rest of the Maximals bust in it's it's first rat trap and dinobot holding tarantulas yes hostage. oh right this I... is this is an important part this is this, <laughs> right. is this is this is where tarantulas gets his shit wrecked so they come in first and they're like don't you dare shoot megatron we have a hostage and they hold like tarantulas out in front of them and he's like yep you sure do and then blasts all three of them and tarantulas yeah, falls to pieces him. He, yeah, he literally like gets his blown head apart. head comes up. Yeah, head comes Megatron off. Megatron doesn't care about tarantulas. Look, he doesn't care about anyone. Look, he will take all the tarantulas' weird, fucked up bird inventions, but he literally can't live in the same place as all the other Predacons. He has to live in a weird fucking cave on his own. This is like an incredible thing for Dinobot of all people to do. He knows Megatron doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it's very funny. You know, maybe it would have worked if it was like. Scorponok. If it was Scorponok, it probably would have worked. Or Black Arachnia, maybe, but like... No. Scorponok is literally the only Predacon who gives a shit about any of the other Predacons. Yeah, so... um, Everyone else would sell sell any of them to Satan for one corn chip. Absolutely. There's also... I need... So... Okay, so here's the setup for the big funny joke at the end. So the rest of the Maximals are shooting off to to rescue the the boys. And Rhinox insists on coming. And we get this amazing image where Rhinox, like, wobbles off of the Axelon, and for a minute it really looks like he and Optimus are about to start making out. Um, and Yeah, then, it's a little love I just died in your arms tonight kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but then Optimus, this is, and this is the thing that I've been asking about. This is the thing that I've been talking about our entire coverage of this season. Optimus confirms that, hey, go, turn into beast mode and eat some plants to get your energon levels back up. So that means that they can indeed process organic material into energon. Well, they sure do in this episode. Uh-huh. So That's sort of the plot of the episode. So Rhinox is like, 
oh, sweet, some beans. And he starts chowing down. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah. You can, you, listen, you know where this is going. It's a, it's a great joke. So We, the, we know where this is going. The rest, it's not anywhere with any intellect. I just want to mention uh, when the rest of the Maximals blast through the door um, and show up. Air Razor is like posing sexily like uh, Leia on the original A New Hope poster where she's like clutching Optimus's leg. What's up with well, that? Tigatron. Yeah. Tigatron, he's, he's, your boss is trying to steal your lady. You gonna say so? You gonna do something about that? Anyway, this is where Rhinox shows up because like Megatron has the antivirus and like turn into beast mode right now or i'm gonna fucking crush this shit and your friend uh will will die everyone else turns into beast mode but rhinox uh turns around because his tummy is a rumbling um and megatron is like oh god please no his- well, to, first, I want to be clear. What is sort of incredible about this moment is that apparently everyone else was able to figure out what was coming and move out of the way. Yes. Megatron was the only one who wasn't able to do that. Yeah, so his tail literally lifts and we get a shot of the Earth from space with a big fart noise and a gigantic explosion. Now, I have a question for you. They modeled a butthole on him. Yes. Now, I have a question for you. Do you think that it was just a big stinky fart? Or do you think it was a projectile wet shit? <sighs> I, I'm i going to say the former out of my own... I, I, to preserve my own sanity. There was no evidence of the latter as well. We see the Predacons. And none of them are covered in fucking... That is true. Shit. That is um, true. Anyway, you may ask, how does Rhinox take the antivirus? Well, it is in the form of a, uh, a soda drinker hat. Um, and also, for some fucking reason, Rattrap is wearing like a hard hat in this, sec- in this segment. Listen, his fart just caused a mass extinction event. I would also wear a hard hat around him. That's true. Um, and I think the last, the, like, we, we see, I think one of the last things we see of the Maximals is, uh, like, a zoom in on Rhinox's ass as he gets up and the rest of them going, why, I wouldn't be, I wanna, wouldn't wanna be on the wrong end of that guy. Um, so, yeah, all, obviously all the Predacons got owned by the big stinky fart. Um, that's the (laughs) road, so... Fun fact about this episode, um, the, the Transformers, the now defunct Transformers convention, uh, BotCon used to have, I forget what it was called, but it used to have like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 segment where they, people would riff over episodes of, uh, uh, Transformers. Oh, it's called MSTF. That's what it was called. And this was one of the ones selected for it for some reason. I don't really know why. There's nothing to like riff on or make fun of or... (laughs) mock yeah it's a pretty serious episode it's really serious it's actually really in poor taste that they would riff on it <laughs> it's such a serious episode of beast wars um 
Speaking of that, let's talk about uh, Law an actual of the serious Jungle. episode. Yeah, Law of the Jungle. This one has a de- the character death in it, technically. Kind of. Um. So we start off with Cheetor and Dinobot. Oh, actually, we start off initially with uh, like a montage of the food chain in action. And I have to, I gotta mention something I noticed when I watched this episode. Um, so one of the reasons that Beast Wars uh, often looks pretty bad is because, especially early on, the lighting is extremely flat. Um, but in this episode, I was like, this lighting is actually looking pretty good. There's some crazy looking skyboxes in this episode. I will say, Tigatron in particular looks much realer in this episode yeah particularly like, as a tiger like i think they're finally figuring out lighting uh which is always important for a 3d animated show it was really important for like uh clone wars in in making that show look really yeah good. obviously this glow up is not to the same degree as clone wars but this is still like definitely the nicest looking episode of beast wars we've seen yet probably um, can I wait? Sorry, can I read the first few sentences of the synopsis on the TF Wiki, please? Please, please do. Frogs eat bugs. Snakes kill frogs. Birds kill snakes. Things are mercilessly killing each other as nature intended, but nature didn't intend for a giant crazed robotic fire ant to attack Cheetor and Dinobot. <laughs> That's so true. So we find this is. I think this is the first fucking episode where Inferno has dialogue since his debut. Yes, um, it is. And we finally get to see what he's actually like. Um, oh, wait, no, there was, like, a couple moments in the last episode. I think those are just, they were mostly just, like, laughs. Um, yeah, I mean, he says, like, a, he does say a couple things, but it's not, like, Yeah, this, it's not, like, real. This is where we get a much, you know, and it's clear that Inferno never fully got over his, his case of being an ant. Um... He still talks, refers to Megatron as the royalty. He refers to the the Predacons as the colony and whatnot. But he is like, he is aware enough of his status as a Transformer to exist on the Predacons. Yeah. He is and bo- completely boy nuts, does though. he. Yeah, this was, this is like, <laughs> so he, he, he's attacking uh, Dinobot and Cheetor and he's there with Wasbandator and Pterosaur because... It, Actually, a pretty good plan. Attack the non-flyers with your flyers. Makes sense. Yeah. But, like, Pterosaur is supposed to nominally be leading this. And, um... Inferno really couldn't give a shit. No, he, he just, just wants to go. He just, <laughs> he just does fight. what... And, like, everything Inferno does is just, like, turned up to 11. He is constantly cackling. He is screaming at the top of his lungs. He is blasting crazily. And Waspmater is very patiently waiting for the signal. Like, you have to understand, he's making Pterosaur look measured. Yeah. Pterosaur and Waspinator. <laughs> I mean, Waspinator falls in line, but like, Pterosaur. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we, like, Pterosaur is like, Waspinator, can you get out here and fucking help? And he's like, well, I'm waiting for the signal. I'm being a good boy. And Pterosaur's like, well, the signal, the signal is now. The signal is happening. We, we forget the signal. We're gonna, we're, we're doing it now. So, uh, they have, like, brought along this pile of munitions with them. 
like missiles and rockets and shit, which will become important later. Um, so Waspmater grabs a rocket and starts flying off and sees who he thinks is Tigatron, but it's actually the regular tiger that Tigatron often hangs out with, who's named Snowstalker, apparently. Yeah. Um, Good night, sweet Snowstalker. Yeah. We hardly knew you. So Tigatron, of course, is already there, and he, he, he like, jumps onto Waspmater's back and forces him to the ground. Terror Source somehow gets dispatched. I didn't actually write it down, but uh, the important part is Inferno has has Cheetor and uh, and Tigatron cornered, and Cheetor is pretty badly messed up during this battle. And this is when Inferno deploys his signature weapon, which is a fucking flamethrower. Yeah, he's a fire ant. You get it? Most Infernos like to put out fires, but this one likes to start them. To be fair, it does make more sense for his name. Very true. Um, but uh, Tigatron, you know, give, gives him what for, shoots him a few times, but maybe he's a little bit overzealous. Because one of his shots goes wide and hits the munitions uh, pile on that on the mountain he was just on. And it causes a rock slide, which kills Snowstalker. I, I have to be clear. When we say rock slide, it the mountain's gone. Yeah, it, it's it's a Dragon Ball Z style mountain explosion. Um. So anyway, Tigertron is like, I've killed an innocent. I will never fight again. I am becoming a centrist. He he is decided he will no longer participate in the Beast Wars. Um. And Dinobot is is particularly like that's that's fucking pussy shit. Are you kidding me? My favorite part of this is that like Tigertron's like <laughs> it's like our war has killed an innocent, and Dinobot like comes out of the bushes. Whole hot like Cheater's listening to Tigertron. It's like yeah, man, I'm really sorry. That's rough, buddy. Um, and like Dinobot comes like charging out of the bushes. Like there are no innocents. It's like. That tiger committed war crimes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, Dinobot. what are you talking about, Dinobot? I don't think that's going to be a particularly convincing line of argument for Tigatron here, my friend. Um, like, but what yeah, are you yeah. On about? Tigatron is like he he has become very disillusioned with like the effect the war is having on the planet and his denizens. It's like we aren't even supposed to fucking be here. Um, and I would, I want no part of it. He's tired of all these fucking scarred battlefields. We so just leaves. Um, and Dinobot is like, you know, the Predacons have a way of dealing with deserters. Hey, Tudor, why don't you just go back to base and, uh, pat, get patched up? And Tudor's like, wait, <laughs> wait, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Dinobot, I remember you ate that clone. I, 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 I'm not gonna leave you alone out here. You're gonna do some fucked up shit. And it, like Dinobot's basically like, bro, just trust me. And Cheater, Cheater, yeah. I mean, eventually, they, uh, like Dinobot is able to, uh, to do his thing. Yeah. So between their little talk and uh, this scene, we see the the, the Blowjaw Brothers with their newest member, Inferno um planning like well we we don't want to return to megatron with uh empty-handed because he's been really pissy lately 
So we should probably, you know, let's just try and recapture Tigatron at least, you know, because he's like all alone now. I also really like, you know, so Inferno has imprinted on Megatron as like the queen of the colony or whatever and refers to him as the royalty. And I, there's a very funny bit where Pterosaur refers to Megatron as the royalty too, just like unthinkingly. He's like, yeah, the royalty has been kind of mean. I mean, Megatron has been kind of mean lately. It's so funny. I love Inferno. Inferno really is the MVP of Beast Wars IMO. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's him. I think it's him. And then there's another crazy Predacon that joins later that I quite like. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do like that fucked up crab serial killer. Um, he's a serial killer who is a crab. Not a crab. Not a, a serial killer who targets crabs. He's being hunted but imagine. by... He's being hunted by Batman. Um, so... <laughs> Like, Dinobot eventually stalks Tigatron. He's like, and, you know, I, I, it's very this funny. This scene looks good. Yes, this scene looks great. The, like I said, the lighting in this scene is fucking, in this episode is fucking phenomenal. The There's lighting a, in this scene is better than any blockbuster movie coming out today. Now, that's because they don't hire gaffers, admittedly, but. So there's a, I mentioned the skyboxes earlier. I lo- There's a very striking background for a lot of this scene with, like, a red sun setting in the distance and like a, a a pink and red gradient sky it's like damn that looks good yeah and like the way that like tigatron's eyes glow in this scene and just like his entire the, the way that he moves and he's animated in this episode they really got like the prowling down for him in this episode and i like that you know so dynamite made it sound like to cheat or like oh i'm gonna rough him up but like honestly that's like kind of the the last resort here he is actually going to talk to tigatron he's he's gonna like try and convince him um you know the first the first thing he does like he, he kind of you know has tigatron watch another tiger hunt a gazelle and he's like look violence is inherent right like it isn't an aberration for us it- to be fighting it's the law of the jungle. Yeah. And Tigatron's like, well, no, that's fucking different. The animals hunt to survive. And Dinobot's like, well, what do you think war is? I love that line, actually. I thought that was, I was like, that is a strikingly good line. Because he's talking like, you look. For this stupid TV show. Yeah. It's like, look, I know you Maximals believe in peace, but you have to understand that if Megatron wins here, he is going to plunge Cybertron into another great war. So he makes like two points there. He's like, so the first one is that it's like, you like Maximals don't understand what it's like to be a Predacon, but like war is how we survive. Yeah. Like there is our, like our instinct is to destroy. And like that, that is, that is what is natural to us. So first of all, like this is part of our survival. Second of all, with that in mind, if the Predacons win, everything is fucked. Because that's how it's going to go for everyone. Um, it's like, a, again, like a remarkably good and like meaningful speech for Beast Wars. Yeah. And even when Dinobot like decide he turns into robot mode, it's like, fight me then. Like he tries to provoke Tagatron into defending himself. 
he's not actually attacking him. He he is missing with his with his eyelashes. He's like, well, a Predacon wouldn't miss. He's like, I'm trying to get you to understand here. Yeah, and like. It's it, it's also, like, really interesting to watch Dinobot in this episode because he goes back and forth between calling the Predacons us and them. Yeah. Um, so this is very much, obviously, a, a, a profile of Tigatron, this episode. But, like, there's a lot that you also see about Dinobot and, like, particularly at this point in the series, how he views himself as part of the Maximals versus the Predacons. Um, and I think it's like a really, particularly for something that's so, so for an episode that is so focused on the natural world and, you know, the law of the, uh, of nature and what have it of looking at something that's like nature versus nurture. And it's like, can Dinobot, if Dinobot is saying that these things are natural instinct for Predacons, like, can he actually ever really get past it? It's cool. Yeah. I mean, this is what people like love about beast wars right like obviously the show looks janky as fuck that no one is denying that but like the writing is strong and there's genuinely some good like character focused episodes and character driven plots uh throughout this show some of the writing is strong the low road is a comedic masterpiece and i will not <laughs> hear otherwise um rhinox big stinky so optimus at this point has shown up and kind of breaks up this this confrontation before it can actually get ugly um and i really love like you know optimus comes down as like he's immediately like tigatron i'm so sorry to hear about your friend and dino <laughs> just like oh god disgusting we were dinobots like i was making progress you motherfucker <laughs> ew fucking sentiment get me out of here and he leaves yeah um, he's like i'm out of here fuck you <laughs> Yeah, so the the rest of the Predacons are like, ooh, shit, we were going to capture Tigatron, but check this out, Dinobot's all alone now, actually. That's way better. So they start attacking him, obviously. Yeah, and it's, like, not even that far away. Like, so, so again, like, Primal's going on and on about, like, Tigatron, I understand, I'll hope you change your mind, but, you know, we have a, a duty to... to you know, defeat the Predacons. And then they just, like, hear Dinobot getting blasted. And Optimus is like, oh, shit. We gotta help him. And Tigatron's like, I'm not fighting. No fighting! <laughs> um, and so Optimus is like, alright. That's kind of shitty, but bye. So he flies off. Um, he does... So so Dinobot's getting pretty fucking thrashed here. <laughs> I have I have to read another line from the wiki, which is Please. the three the three Predacons attack Dinobot, overpowering the lone Maxwell despite his inhumanly flexible neck. <laughs> oh yeah, his his head starts spinning around. Yeah, he does he does a little exorcist. And also he dodges like fire by like retracting his head or something. Um That at least is like I can explain away by like transforming. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Dinobot's part owl or something. Um, but Optimus does manage to get Pterosaur and Waspinator down, but Inferno uh, blasts him out of the sky there. And so it's, it's, it's looking dire. It's looking like our boys are not going to make it out of this one. But uh, Tigatron does indeed decide to intervene. Uh, Inferno breaks out the flamethrower again. Also, I, I, I like uh, earlier on in the episode when they fight the first time. 
Inferno does mention the Tiger. He does mention Tigatron as the one to destroy that destroyed his colony. So yeah, it's like continuity. We got we it, it exists. It's here. The past exists. Oh right, I get like I guess. I mean, he is the one who blew up the pod. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Tigatron does manage to shoot down Inferno again. But during during the fight, like a tree got lit on fire. So Tigatron starts is like, look at this, we're scarring the Earth. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and Dinobot's like, it's really not that real, my guy. It's like it's it's one tree. Um. But you know, Dinobot, Dinobot's like, you know, I owe you a debt. Thank you for saving me. Uh. But you know, and and Optimus is like, well. I'm glad you decided to rejoin us, but Tigatron. I like that Tigatron's like, I not he doesn't end this episode like I ex- I accept that I must do my duty. He's like, I need I need to mourn Snowstalker some more. Actually, I'm just gonna go. I yeah, to yeah. He's like, I'm taking um, bereavement leave. I'm going on. Do not disturb. I'm- do not message me on Slack, Primal. Yeah, I'm 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 back on payroll, but I'm taking bereavement leave immediately. I will beat your ass if I get a fucking Slack notification. Do not Zoom chat me either. Do not pencil me in for any meetings. Do not text me. Do not call me. Do not send I mean, me smoke signals. Before you even think about it, I've deleted Microsoft Teams from my phone. And it's not coming back on until I'm back. I'm chilling. I need time to myself to process this. You need a scout call Air Razor. <laughs> yeah, that's how this episode ends. Yeah, I like I like this episode she's quite my, a bit. She's my out of office. <laughs> yeah, this is a good episode. Like I said, we're we're they're getting better at lighting this show. They're getting better at animating this show. They're getting better at writing this show. And the low yeah. road also exists. And the low road is also there. That you know, I think that one they just they just wanted to make one for fun. You know what? I I appreciate their grind. Just the, the make one for goofs. Okay, so we have questions. In fact, we have one on Twitter from our usual tweeter, Z Paladin at Mommy Amcha. Does Cheetor get the thing that cats have where their eyes get all big and they go stupid mode? I think he's literally done that in this show. Has I think he has, yeah. I think he does have that. Um, they also ask, would you also want to reach orange cat levels of silly? No, that's too stupid. Like, look, they're, perhaps they live a blissful life. But I don't know. I that that sometimes he, the, those orange cats they're real dumb, and I love yeah, them as, for it. But as someone who lives with like a brown tabby, like that is that is dumb enough for me. Orange cats, they're barely on this plane of existence. They're certainly barely cats. They're like a separate level of sentience. Yeah, like a like a like an amoeba, <laughs> a really really cute amoeba. Exactly. How about you take us through the Discord? Sure. From Mimas the Gay, Daphnis. Which Maximal and Predacon would be least likely to be able to cope with tummy hurts a little too much for a little too long? Okay, Megatron would be literally belly aching the entire time. He would be unbearable to be around. He would be complaining. He would be yelling. 
he would be blaming like every meal he ever ate. He would be I such think, a diva. I think on the maximal sides, it would be Cheetor. Yeah. Oh, um, God. And Rhinox is just like, suck it up. I've had also, worse. <laughs> also from Daphnis, uh, which character is most likely to find himself suddenly needing to take a dump in a bookstore, a.k.a. the Mariko Alki phenomenon? What is that in reference to? Um, Let's look it up. Whoa, wait, this is a real thing. Oh, shit. The Marika Aoki phenomenon is a Japanese expression referring to a sudden urge to defecate that is felt upon entering bookstores. The, pheno- oh. <laughs> the phenomenon is named after Marika Aoki, a woman who described the effect in a magazine article published in 1985. What the fuck? Origin. I'm trying to the think- term receives its name from Mariko Aoki, an otherwise little-known Japanese woman who contributed an essay in 1985 to the book magazine Hon no Zashi. In that essay, she related how she came to realize that for some years, walking around a bookstore inevitably made her want to go to the restroom. The editors of the magazine received reports of other readers who had similar experiences <laughs> and named it the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. I think the character who would be most likely to experience this is Rhinox. It's Rhinox just because Rhinox is the character most likely to go to a bookstore in the first place. Yeah. Cheetor can't read. And no, no one else neither can, can like ninety percent of the Predacons. Yeah, Tarantulas can read, but I don't. He uses it irresponsibly. Um, he uses it to read like Maxim. <laughs> Maxim. <laughs> I read it for the articles. That's Playboy. <laughs> I read it for the tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, why why are we acting like he'd be coy about why he read it? Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows that. he's a pervert. <laughs> um, who's more powerful, Rhinox or the Krakatoa, bath- Krakatoa bathroom guy? Oh god! I mean, it's uh, I don't know who, what. Oh, sorry, and that's from Ruby Road Rage, and I'm not sure what's being asked here. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if we're asking who has more powerful farts and shits, or who is dealing with tummy troubles better, because it's opposite answers for both of those. Oh my god. <laughs> what, yeah, I think, yeah, I think... Right, okay, Rhinox is demonstrably more powerful. He created a shockwave that could be seen from space. That's power. Yeah, but the... Man, that, that video is sure is something. Yeah. Yeah, huh? No, did you just watch, <laughs> did you just watch it? No, I, I, I've seen it before. I'm so sorry. I'm just so stuck on this... Marikaoki phenomenon. This is wild. I've never heard of this before. Anyway, what what is the next question? Um, the next question from Leggy Spiderbot is the actual funniest fart moment you've seen in media. Oh man, I've forgotten every fart joke I've ever seen in my life. That's how it always goes whenever someone asks a question. Um, I actually think the one the Lion King was pretty good. Yeah, the Pumbaa. Yeah, that, one's, that one's quite good. Pumbaa's moment in uh, Hakuna Matata. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just drawing a complete blank. I know that I've seen a very funny fart joke somewhere, but I just, you know, lost to the mists of time. I remember 
the I also remember like the Lion King line because it's part of Hakuna Matata. I remember all the context around it. So like the lines of it, his he found his aroma lacked a certain appeal. He could clear the savanna after every meal. Yeah. And Pumbaa saying that like it hurt my that my friends never stood downwind. <laughs> See, it's clever. It's got wordplay. Uh, and also, they're not allowed to. They weren't allowed to say the word "farted." So when. He was about to sing it to rhyme with downhearted. Timon has to interject with, like, Pumbaa not in front of the kid. Very good. Yeah. I'll say that. Okay, also from Lady Spiderbot. Assign the beasties an allergy food intolerance. Um, okay, well, Rattrap cruelly is lactose intolerant, but he doesn't care. Yeah. He just goes right through it. Fuck it, all the Maximals are lactose intolerant. <laughs> Except Dinobot. Dinobot is allergic to peanuts. <laughs> sure. I think... I think Tarantulas is deathly allergic to almonds. I don't know why. I just Megatron's a celiac and he won't shut up about it. <laughs> is this gluten-free, Inerjohn? Are you trying to kill me, Scorponok? Scorponok um, has a seafood allergy, but he doesn't know it. <sighs> a ticking time bomb he, he thinks he thinks it just like that's just what it's like that's just what it's like to eat seafood. yeah man you I know love seafood, doesn't everyone whatever. hey l- listen doesn't everyone's tongue get tingly when they eat clams their face gets all weird and red yeah it sounds about right uh black arachnia has no allergies because she's perfect yeah and pterosaur is allergic to pine nuts Sh- sure it does not really it doesn't really come up from that much he does not run into many pine nuts in his day-to-day life. Um, and, um, again, from Leaky Spiderbot, if you could have Gary Chalk's Optimus Primal do one famous monologue, which one? And David Kay's Megatron? Ooh. Ooh. I like this one. I mean, for David Kay's Megatron, it's gotta be Hamlet, right? That's a good one. Right, I like, it's also... gotta be to be, to be or not to be. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of things from hamlet you could give to him um i was also thinking about am's hate speech from uh from i have no mouth and i much scream yeah i think that would sound pretty good i think especially in beast machines that would be a good fit for him as for optimus primal you know what i would do what's that um pentecost's uh monologue like right before the end of pacific rim yeah, canceling the apocalypse. Yeah, canceling the apocalypse. That's a pretty good one. For some reason, I jumped to the world of cardboard speech from the end of Justice League. I don't know that one. It's when uh, Superman is fighting Darkseid, and he's like, I-, "I can finally let loose." It's one of the most famous uh, bits from that show. Hmm. From Sobwitch. On both sides of the Beast Wars, who is the holder of the team's bottle of Tums and for Maximals, who holds it temporarily while Rhinox is incapacitated? I'm glad well, I'm glad you yeah. identified that it is Rhinox. Rhinox. It is, yeah, it's Rhinox. Um, and it's Black Arachnia for the Predacons. Yeah, because uh, Wasp Mater would just eat all of them because he thinks they're candy. Um, you can't trust Tarantulas with that. Pterosaur would lose them. <laughs> Scorponok uh, would lose them. Uh, but she only trades them out for favors. Exactly. Um, Rat Trap holds them. It's his husband. Yeah. He also only trades them out for favors, though. 
Uh, Nero from Disney Minus asks, which of the beasties would be the best gardener? It's Rat Trap. Or Rat Trap, too, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Tigatron is much more natural. He does not really like gardening. But yeah, Rat Trap, I could see him making a great garden. He's got those little diggy hands. I mean, we know he's going to fuck a plant in Beast Machine, so like... Mm-hmm. It's all there. <laughs> it's all there. Inferno sure does seem like a very normal person, right? Listen, we've oh, talked about Inferno in this episode. He's, he's not. Fine. He's fine. They they fixed him up as good as they could, but they couldn't take all the ant out of him. Um, From EBDB Miss Prime, uh, y'all like beans? I do. I had I, some very good rice and beans uh, this afternoon. I ordered from a Colombian place near me. I do quite enjoy a good bean. I like a, I like a baked bean. I like a rice and beans. I like a red bean. I like a black bean. I like a pinto bean. I like a refried bean. There are so many they're beans good. in this world. They're, they're, I like an edamame. That's a yeah, bean. Yeah, that's a bean. So many beans. So many, so many beautiful starches to enjoy. <laughs> are they starches? I think they're starches. I mean, they're, they're legumes. I think some, some of them are. At least they feel like a similar role. I don't know. Maybe they aren't actually starches. No, huh. they're not. Because that's corn is a starch too. I forget. Corn is a starch, yeah. Um, yeah, I think beans have a ton of protein. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're, um, you know, they're, they're, they're good for you. They're the musical fruit. We all know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The better you feel, etc. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Nero from Disney Minus again asks, uh, what's some insults that Rat Trap and Dinobot said to each other off screen? We can't, re- we cannot I, repeat it, any of them here. <laughs> that, and we also, like, can't think of better ones. I, I'm sorry, yeah. I, can you think of something better than Cheese Lips, an eater of garbage? Eater of I garbage can't. is so good. I can't. <laughs> eater of garbage. They, they crushed it. Um... Void Mother, what would you consider the best time far in your life? Oh god, I don't know. She clarifies, it doesn't have to be one you did, it can be one you witnessed. Uh, I would I... say that it's any time I actually managed to make it to a toilet when I was like on public transportation or whatever without releasing before then. I don't have an answer for this one. Once again, all 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 memories escape my mind. <laughs> I, I, my brain is perfectly smooth now. Um, dear Nero from Disney Minus asks, okay, we're all in agreement that Tarantulas hunts and eats the tiny light bug robots, right? Otherwise, why would he mate them tiny bugs? Yeah, he does. There, there, so we forgot to mention, there are some like little tiny uh, bug flashlights crawling around the cave. He definitely does hunt those for sport. You hate it's to just, see it, folks. He needs enrichment. Um... Okay, um, from Pilot Light Aurora, which Transformers would be the best at landscaping? Rhinox. Who... And again, I, I have to say Rat Trap. Okay, but they work very well together. Rhinox is the yes. landscaping guy, and Rat Trap is the gardener, and their yard is the most baller yard in the whole neighborhood. And who grows corn in their backyard to spite the HOA? Well, that would be Dinobot. That's right. Um, Disney from Disney... Nero from Disney Minus. <laughs> uh asks what kind of funny drinking hat do you use to take your medicine it's uh it's like a novelty uh it's like it's it's like a novelty football hat it's like a football helmet that has big straws coming out the side Le- and it says gronk drinks them <laughs> and Legitimate- he's got energy 
<laughs> Legitimately, it's my 100% you are my fucking podcast pot of greed mug. <laughs> oh, hell yes. I have I have the uh, draw two cards bottom text pot of greed mug. God, we came up with some banger mugs. <laughs> Join our Patreon for some banger mugs. Um, Perfect for sipping antivirus out of. <laughs> Um, and finally, uh, the last question from Nero from Disney Minus is, who did Cheater bury? I think he buried anyone. I think Tigatron yeah. buried Snowstalker. Yeah. And then our last question this week is from Pilot Light Aurora again. Who in the Beast Wars cast gets to wear the Schmitty Verven Jägermann Jensen hat? Uh, it's, so, the the exact plot of that episode happens, and it is Cheetor as Spongebob and Rattrap as Mr. Krabs. Great! Uh, Dinobot as Squidward. <laughs> Well, here lies Dinobot's hopes and dreams. That's been us. We've been Prime Cuts. You can follow us on Twitter for as long as Twitter lasts at Prime Cuts Pod. You can listen to us on Noise Space along with a bunch of other really good shows at noisespace.xyz. I'm Audrey. You can find me personally at Tumblr, Twitter, and co-host at Optimal on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. You can listen to the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed, which I just mentioned. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, have an exciting announcement coming up very soon there. I know um, what it is and none of you do. <laughs> but it is very exciting. Nero, Nero, you can confirm, right? It is very exciting. <laughs> um, I've been cast in a radio drama I can't talk about more at the moment, and I also have a show that hopefully this summer we'll be launching on Moonshot about the New York foodie scene called I'm Eden Here, um, and that is me. I'm Nero. You can follow me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher until that platform collapses out from under us, and if that's the case, you can follow me on co-host at Dragonsnuggler. You can follow my various other projects in various other places. This is Radio Free Heidland, the Final Fantasy XIV podcast I do with my friend Jane at Heidland Radio on Twitter. Um, I also do a monthly animation podcast called Talk Cycles. Uh, doesn't have its own socials yet, but that you can find that on the Podcast of Power feed at uh, at Pod of Power on Twitter. Um, we are on hiatus for June, so we will we will be putting new stuff up back once July hits. Um, but, uh, we, we are doing Gravity Falls season two for, for talk cycles. Um, and it's very funny that the first two episodes of season two, uh, fixed my main complaints with the first season of Gravity Falls. So that's, that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. Well, until next time, I am going to... Settle in, put on my funny drinking hat, and gulp down a heaping helping of antivirus. Transform and roll out. I'm going to eat more beans, because they're good for my heart. Transform and roll out. Beast. Beast. Beast.